Hello, guys. <laughs> it's a pre-warning to today's episode. For some odd reason, my phone was glitching, did not pick up on the sound as well as I would have liked. So please bear with me in episode 11 for the sound quality. But I promise next week I will double check before recording that it is working properly. Here you go. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Growth with Rose where I'll be inviting you on my journey exploring spirituality in 2020 and what it means. Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have been thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, and I did mention in episode nine about dreams that I've been talking about spirits and spirituality with my coworkers and trying to figure out what people's definitions are of it. So I think I'm 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 ready to try to define it today, guys. I'm ready to try to give you an in-depth definition of spirituality and what it means for Rose. So um, just kind of sort of giving you guys a summary of what I have been experiencing and realizing throughout the last 10 or 11 episodes. We're on an episode 11 today. And um, I want to bring it all together and give you guys a definition that I've come up with so far on this journey. And it's literally all of what I feel. I love it. I'm so excited for it. I got so amped this morning and just thinking about ways to articulate what it means for me and my relationship with spirituality and God and universe. So I'm so excited to dive in a little bit more about my personal journey so far. And I'm hoping that you guys are getting some growth as well. Please share with me and let me know. I want to get right into it. I don't even feel like recapping because the last couple of days I've just been so busy with homework. It's final week technically for me being online and I had so much homework. All my loved ones have been told about it, how stressed I've been about doing all this homework. So it's nothing really to share. I've just been doing homework. <laughs> um, but yeah, and reflecting. Homework and reflecting, being disciplined, distancing myself from people, not with bad intentions, but because I have things I got to do. And I can't can't try to be so social when I got serious manners to take care of. I got my podcast, I got my son, and I got my homework. So when I have time for you, you'll receive me, but it's not with bad intentions. I'm just distancing myself so I can stay focused. So shout out to everybody. And I'm not apologizing for being busy. I am just making you aware as to why I wasn't around. So yes, that's my recap. <laughs> Real quick, straight to the point. And now I'm going to ask you guys to meditate with me per usual. So take a deep breath in, exhale, one more time, take a deep breath in, exhale, and set my intentions for this episode, I intend on inviting people into my heart, I intend on expressing some deep, passionate, spiritual feelings I have and my awareness, my knowledge is being very open and vulnerable, my intention. So I hope that all the words I use are resonating with other people in the perfect way they need for them to resonate to them. People can take what they need from me opening up and being vulnerable and exploring what I've learned so far with this podcast and that people are able to do it for themselves afterwards. Those are my intentions, and I hope you guys receive them as they are intended well and properly and positively for you guys to receive. So, 
like I said, I'm jumping right into it. So today I was driving my little man to school per usual. But before that, I was on my phone yesterday. It was a little bit of a more relaxed day for me. I didn't have too much to do, thank God. So I was on my phone and I opened up the Bible app that I have on my phone. And one of the first things I saw, they have plans that they recommend. And I saw a plan that was titled Dangerous Prayers. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. And I'm like, hold up. That's interesting. So immediately I was like, all right, let me see. I'm going to add this to my to-do list for this week. So I added it. So I made it today, day one of this plan. I have, I believe, a seven-day plan. Today is day one. I woke up and read it, which is what I used to do before my recent activities as far as the podcast being my source of dedicated time to explore spirituality. I used to read the Bible in the morning and meditate in the morning. So I woke up, rolled over, and I was like, let me get this out of the way before I start my day. Read what I had to say real quick, and it was uh, a guy explaining how his friends used to ridicule him about his prayer techniques and how they were too safe and too boring and just like, oh, you need to amp that up. Be more real with God. Be more real about what you really need to pray about. Don't be scared. Be dangerous. Say it harshly and, and straight to the point. Don't just pray over your food and pray that it's giving you nourishment. Pray for some specific stuff. Yell at God. Be frustrated with God and express to God what your worries and your concerns are. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. Let's see if I can practice that today. <laughs> so um, I thought it was funny because I tried to include the, Lord, the Lord's Prayer, which is our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That's the Lord's Prayer. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard your parents, grandparents express it. So, um, you know, being safe, as I'm praying every day as I do when I go to work, pray for travel and mercy. I pray for, um, I guess, positivity that... People who come into my life are serving a purpose as well as I'm serving a purpose. My regular old yada, yada, yada. So today, I'm like, hold up. Let me amplify it real quick. So I was like, I was glad that the Lord Prayer was recommended to include and um, some dangerous prayers. But I was like, hmm, let me see what I, what I normally pray about every day. Let me pray about it a little bit more fiercely, with more, <laughs> more oomph. So I got specific. As um, I was reading the plan that was presented in the Bible app for today's reading, they were mentioning the Lord's Prayer. They were mentioning scriptures. I think it was Matthew 6, 11, where it was talking about um, cast away in the enemy and anything that's a source of negativity towards me, cast away. And I was like, hmm, let me get specific with that. They were talking about um, just protection with travel and mercy, getting more specific with that about people who uh, have road rage or people who are just not paying attention, unaware, who are just little dippy drivers or people who just don't know how to drive or bad with communication, don't turn their turn signal on. I was like, eh, let me get a little bit more aggressive about that. <laughs> let me just be more specific about my travel mercy and my food I'm eating. Also, um, I was listening to my friend Cindy. She has a blog. Not listening. I was reading her blog and um, she recently picked something up about money. So I prayed about some of the stuff she mentioned that I learned. And I was like, help me 
one of the things she mentioned was bettering your relationship with money because money is an energy. And like I was mentioning to you guys before, money has more of an energy and more of an impact on us than we like to uh, give it value. We try not to give it as much value as it has, but it has a big value for our life. And she was kind of sort of saying the same thing, how to manifest money, how to fix your relationship that you have with it because people have bad associations from childhood. Let's say the example she gave was um, you might go ask your mom for a couple of dollars and she'd be like, money don't grow on trees and we can't afford such and such. So you have like a, a bad connotation with not being able to afford certain things or need to be tight with your pennies because money doesn't grow on trees. Like examples like that. We need to consciously heal our bad representations for money and then like I was trying to do with the podcast, trying to get all that negative, that, that negative space we feel happier, trying to pile positive on top of it. No, we got to get rid of that negativity. So I prayed about um, healing relationships that I have with money and encouraging more positive about money and gravitating people to bless me with money, financial stability, just um, praying more in detail. So after I had my prayer as I'm traveling to work, I'm like, ooh, I got this feeling like, it's a feeling I always feel whenever I am, I guess, I don't, I wouldn't say worshiping or being more spiritually inclined, intentionally being in a spiritual moment, being in my spirit. And that often includes me talking to God, or it would be like, ah, something just happened and I'm like, that was God. Like, that was the universe, that was God. Like, it has something to do with him. And I'll get this feeling. I'm pretty sure anybody else who is spiritually aware, spiritually driven, they know what I'm talking about. So I got that feeling today when I was driving. After I finished praying, I turned on some gospel music as I'm driving to work. And I'm like, feeling this feeling. And I was like, all right, I know exactly what I'm about to talk about today. And I wanted to talk to you guys. I was so excited to try to articulate my spirituality and how it has developed and where it is today. So that whole long tangent about my morning is to tell you guys about that feeling I had. That just when I when I felt so compelled to express my spiritual journey so far. Excuse me. So, like I was saying, uh, I concluded that today's topic is going to be on spirituality. I'm going to get into my definition of it with you guys, but I want to start off with talking about my relationship with God because I haven't really talked too much about God on the podcast. I'm trying to be politically safe, like I was saying in the first episode. I don't want to offend anybody. But now that you guys have gotten to know me, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware I'm not trying to cram anything down your throats. I'm not trying to change your mind about anything. I'm just trying to bring awareness to you. This podcast is for awareness. So I feel more comfortable now that you guys know more about me and know my intentions that I will be able to convey my experiences without anyone feeling like I'm trying to shove it down your throat. This is what you should be doing. This is what I experienced. And my experience is very close with God. So I'm going to talk to you guys about my relationship thus far that I feel with God. So my relationship with him begins with me seeing him as my father. Um, I don't have a father. So when it comes to giving God that title, it's like the the idea of what I would have as a father. It's like that protection, that love, that traditional love, like a an actual biological father would have for me on earth, I firstly identify him as my father. As most people have heard of people as a Christian community or other communities such as religious communities that refer to God as your father. That's typical, number one, for me. 
And also, where I go when I have no sense of direction. He's the person or the, the being that I go to when I feel lost. Like, if I am unaware of anything or I'm uncertain of anything or I have questions, or the unknown is really, really relevant in my life, then that's where I'll go. I'll immediately, I won't go on Google. I won't go to my mom. I'll go to God immediately. My source of knowledge and information and direction. When I forget to acknowledge him, he makes himself known. <laughs> that's um, I, one of my funnest things about God. Like, like I was saying when I was driving and it would be like, oh, that was God right there. Like, I'll drive past some numbers. Like I told you about, like, numerology. So numbers always communicate with me when I'm driving. Because I'm driving past so much stuff. So when I see numbers, I'm like, oh, that was God. When I forget to thank him for something, I'll have a reason to be thankful. Come out of nowhere. It was like he always makes himself known. He's always around. Like, omnipresent all the time. And then I love it when he makes himself known. It's like, oh, you forgot to pray for me a couple of days. All right, cool. It's cool. I know you still got me on your heart, but I'm about to give you a reason to be thankful and pray to me today. Right now, he always makes himself known. So, um, yeah, he makes me happy. Like when I'm, <laughs> if um, I don't really, let me see when it comes to happiness. I find happiness in everything. Anything can make me happy. I, I get happy. I literally was driving back home. And I was like, thank you, God, for these grapes tasting this good. Thank you, God, for the nourishment that I'm getting from these grapes. Thank you, God, for the sourness, the sweetness, the texture of it, the juiciness, the water I'm getting from these grapes. Like, I am so thankful for every little thing. Everything makes me happy. And I associate all that happiness with him. I automatically say, thank you, God, for this. You gave this to me to experience it. So thank you. When I'm sad, I also go to God and be like, Alrighty, not feeling that great right now, but some odd reason you need me to feel this. You cannot be happy and thinking about rainbows and butterflies all the time because that's not how life is. So I appreciate you for giving me this opportunity to realize what I need to realize, even though it might make me sad. It might make me upset to have to face it. And I appreciate you for teaching me the lesson I'm supposed to be getting from the situation. I thank God immediately. When um <laughs> when I feel like I've gotten something from the universe that is hitting me back in my place, like, oh, Rose, you need to check yourself real quick because don't nobody do it. Some people might check me, but I'm saying, like, no one's going to blatantly check me how God would check me. It'd be like, oh, you thought, oh, okay, I got you real quick. Like, oh, you thought you um you knew better? You thought you can get this handled without me? Or you thought that you didn't need to do more in this situation. You thought that you perfected it. You thought you was you was a tough pony over there. So I got you. I'm about to show you real quick. Put me in my place all the time. Keep me humble. God keeps me humble. So I try not to. I, I have a lot of confidence. And I want to call it confidence. I'm pretty sure y'all heard that before. Confidence, that's what I have. And I love that when I start to forget to acknowledge him for what he did and contributed to whatever I'm feeling confident about, he'll check me real quickly. Nah, I, I get that to you. Like, I can easily take away. So that's why I'm so humble because I know nothing I have, not even the breath that I have right now, is my own. He gave me everything. So puts me back in my place. Shows me my wisdom. So I always pray for wisdom since I was a little girl, since I was reciting the Lord's Prayer with my mom. And I think the first Bible chapter or book that she recommended I go read was like Proverbs and Psalms because of wisdom and stuff like that and I don't know why wisdom was always a big thing for her so it became a big thing for me and that was the first thing I started to pray for and I 
I pray that I'm pretty sure God answered those prayers because I feel like I'm a wise young lady. Excuse me. So when I have situations in life, and the reason why I want to be a psychology major is because I feel like, let's say I'm just sitting here, is in situations since I was like maybe 14, 16, where I would just be sitting here, somebody will ask me a question that's really deep on their heart. They'll come to me. A lot of people come to me and be like, yo, such and such is going on. I don't know what I should do about it. I'm not sure how to feel. I'm just, I'm struggling right now with this situation. And it could be something I've experienced, something I didn't experience. But literally, I will be like, I don't know why. God told me to tell you this, but you need to do such and such to fix this. And they'll be like, yo, it's crazy. And I'll be like, something in my spirit right now is telling me to say these words to you. This is exactly what you need to hear. Now you need to take heed to it. This is a direct message from God and the universe to you right now through me. I'm a vessel. So moments like that, I feel like, I'm wise, they'll remind me that I have the wisdom and the knowledge I need to share with people who give it to me. And I feel wise because I feel like I am wise enough to be aware and acknowledge when he is using me as a vessel. So I definitely one of my examples as to why I feel wise. He makes me feel that way. Shows me love unconditionally. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite identifiers as to my relationship with God is the amount of love I feel. So I identify God as love because I have an interesting relationship with love. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before when I was talking about my dating life. I told you guys about that, how it hasn't really been successful for me. But lately, I've been trying to be more patient with love and accept it in my life, put energy into it, change my bad relationship I had with it, forgive it for what it has done, and heal it. So now I associate it with God and more positive things. But Never once. If I can identify the feeling of love, it's always a feeling I feel when I realize God is present. I feel love. I feel that bubbly feeling you feel when um, you're talking to a boyfriend or a loved one, and they just make you want to tear up with all the love that they make you feel. That's how I constantly feel about God. I'm like, I just want to cry every time I think about him because I feel so loved. Like, I think about how much I'm blessed with. I think about the purpose I serve on this earth. Um, I'm going to get into that a little bit later as far as our purpose on earth, but I feel loved. I'm, I don't want to get too long-winded because I got a lot of you guys about, but, um, and also, like I said, he provides for me. Provider, shows me love, my wisdom, puts me in my place. When I'm sad, when I'm happy, I appreciate him. Um, he makes himself known even when I forget to acknowledge him, shows me direction. He is my father. That's what God is to me. So much more it could go on to, but I just wanted to let you guys know my my perspective of God. And I do want to, later on down the line, go into more specifically, I speak about God and the universe. I'm going to explain what each of those are. Because they, they mean two different things to me. And they are very much important. So next, I'm going to talk about, because of this relationship, this is what spirituality is to me. I'm going to start to define it. So to me, it's a feeling you get when you're in your stomach, it's like like I was talking about when I was driving around and I was like, that's God. Like that that little whatever part of you, whether it be your, your heart, your mind, your stomach, your gut, your intuition, some part of your body just like tingles in acknowledgement. Like something just happened. <laughs> I was thinking about this and then poof, my mind just started going like frisbee like a dog. It's just your mind just goes somewhere else. 
and it's like the universe and God just yanked your attention real quick. That feeling is spirituality for me. When you realize something, God wanted you to understand, like a eureka moment, like, voila, I got it real quick, out of nowhere. God yanking your attention. That's what spirituality is and understanding connection. So my friend, my coworker, Ellie, I love talking to her. <laughs> She's so sweet. But um, I was asking her last week, like I was telling you guys, I was talking to a couple of my coworkers, as I do usually, and just picking their brain. And she couldn't really get, I guess I asked her this question out of nowhere randomly, and she probably hadn't given it too much thought before. So I asked her what her definition of spirituality is, and she was just like, eh, I can't really get the words together right now. And she came back to me a couple of days later, and she was like, Bro, after you asked me that question, I finally figured it out how I can define it. And she was like, I feel like spirituality is connection. A lot of people I ask this question, they'll give me so many different definitions, but it's like awareness or connection to something. Like, I try to define it as the universe, and I'll get to that a little bit more later. But those connections. Spirituality is a connection, the awareness, the feeling that you get from the universe and God. So when you're aware of the communication of the universe and all of its languages, what do I mean by that? Um, so I like to say that the universe is communicating to us. Now, the awareness that we're having and that connection and the feelings we're having is I want to say impulses, it's, it's communications from the universe. So when your awareness of that communication starts to strength, that's when you are having spiritual growth. You start to understand it more. You start to pick up on those communications being sent to you, the languages of the universe. Like it could be energy, it can be stars, it can be numbers, it can be water, it can be dirt, it can be sun, it can be anything. The, the universe consists of so much and the elements, or just things that we have in this atmosphere, the tides, the clouds, like it's so much that communicates. Everything means something, and it's trying to mean something to you. We just overlook a lot of it because we're so focused on ourselves, but the communication through the universe hits you in so many different ways. You just got to have awareness and connection to the universe and feel what the universe is trying to have you feel. Excuse me. And I was thinking yesterday, because my son was having a bad day at school for the last two days, and I was like, I can teach you what actions better than I can tell you. You have to feel. If I can make you feel a certain way about stuff that I'm trying to articulate to you, that would be a better teacher than me saying it to you. You're not feeling what I'm saying. So I will make you feel. <laughs> I will make you feel all right, boy. <laughs> you will feel my disappointment. You will feel my upsetness with you. You will bad and poorly about your decision. I feel like the universe, it makes you feel so you learn. Those feelings you get in your stomach and your heart and your mind and happiness, sadness, those feelings are the biggest teachers. So the universe is connecting to you through feelings, stuff like that. You don't, when you don't have something resonating with you, like, I don't feel you. Like that expression, like, I'm not feeling what you're saying. I'm not getting it. It's not touching me. Like that's, what I'm trying to accomplish with you guys, I want you to feel connections with the universe. That's what spirituality is to me. It's feeling the languages and connections of the universe that God has put in place for you. All right. 
So I think I got some more stuff for explaining spirituality and defining it, but that is kind of sort of based off of my relationship with God, where I am right now with my definition. I want to try to give you guys a concise definition of spirituality so that we can continue to grow it with this podcast. You guys know what direction to go into if you're trying to develop spiritual growth, which I hope that's the reason why you're listening, because I'm encouraging that. So we can have a better understanding. That's what this episode is about. It's really deep diving into what spirituality is. So um, I continue with talking about the definition of God for me. And then I did want to look into some stuff on the internet that people have said about God, the universe, spirituality, so that it's not like all Rose's opinion. I want to support it with other things that I found. So first I start to define God as the creator of all. Google says God is conceived as a supreme being, creator, object of faith, all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-present, which is kind of sort of what I was talking about earlier. But I give you this tangible definition of God. Like I was saying earlier, I refer to God in spirit in the universe simultaneously sometimes, and I wanted to clarify what I mean by when I'm talking about God and when I'm talking about the universe. Now, I will be honest. I was referring to God as like a slash universe, but I felt wrong in my spirit for doing that because it's not the same thing to me. I was like, God in the universe, God in the universe. Like I kept saying it that way, but I wanted to differentiate what God meant to me and what the universe meant to me. And also what Google says they mean, because it's not just me. They aren't the same thing. They are not. God is the creator of the universe. And I'll get into more of what the universe is. So universe, I didn't personally have a, um, a definition. I guess if I were to try to define it for me, the universe is like, I think about stars and like all of the creation in one nutshell, like. Anything that man can be made aware of is the universe. And even things that are beyond our awareness, like um, in our galaxy, past millions and millions and millions of stars and space, that's our universe. Anything that God created that is around us, even beyond our knowledge, is the universe. Google defines it as collection of all things that exist in space, millions of millions of stars and planets. So, yeah, kind of the same thing. So I go to try to combine the reason why God created the universe and how those two differentiate. So God created the universe for us, and within it, he uses it as a way to communicate with, with us. So to be more specific, like God created the universe, and within that universe, he made more creations. He made planets. He made stars. He made people. He made animals. He made plants. He made food for us to eat. All that great stuff. And with every creation he created out of the universe, it serves a purpose. There is nothing on this planet, on this in this universe that is here for no reason. We have to acknowledge that. And the more you become aware of that and appreciate that, then the more it will start to have a purpose for you so you can serve your purpose. I'm going to say that again. The more you're aware of the things we have in this universe and its purpose 
it will be able to serve a purpose for you and your purpose in this universe. So, that's my nutshell of why God created the universe. And uh, I guess if, if I were to get more specific as to ways that to communicate, that the universe communicates with us would be stars. Like I thought, I talked about astrology in the beginning and how stars affect us as people. And I guess they can be a source of reference for back to understanding us a little bit more. And the more we're understood, we understand people's purpose. Because there's many different types of people. But stars are one reason as to why people behave the way they do. And they serve a purpose they need to serve. So that's a reason why I appreciate astrology. That's the reason why I started off with the episode on birth charts. Because when you were born, you were made here for a purpose. Whether you were born and or you were created and didn't actually come to full term and a baby passed via miscarriage or abortion. Those, that being that was created on that day had a purpose for that mother and that father in this community. Bigger picture. Whether you actually made a full term and you're an adult now, that day you were born, at that time, in that location of the world and this universe, has a purpose. You guys really got to start opening up your minds to the fact that everything has a reason. Those people who really think that we're just here because science made it happen that way, that's the most stupidest thing I, I, I possibly, the ignorance of society that just only believe in science and that there's not a higher, higher power or higher being, the biggest ignorance. But hey, we're conformed to think that because of society, our government, social norms, make us believe, stuff like that. So I'm just trying to get you guys back to what we're supposed to be acknowledging, that there is a purpose. So stars serve their purpose, planets serve their purpose, energies, weather, time, sounds, light, taste, hearing, smelling, minerals, plants, animals, water, dirt, etc. All that stuff that we have on this planet and this universe is a way of communicating with us. Some people worship trees. Some people worship drugs. Some people serve a lot of stuff in our religious practices that they have in their life as far as, like, they religiously smoke, religiously drink, religiously talk too daggone much, like, religiously go to work, religiously grind to get money, religiously go to school. People have these practices that is communicating with them. These drugs, this alcohol, this sex, this book, this work, this friend, is communicating something to me. That's why I keep having it in my life. This water is communicating something to me. That's why I keep drinking all of it. Everything here on this earth is a way of communication. It's all part of the universe communicating with you some way. Those are tangible things, and there are things that are beyond our understanding. Our naked eye can see, our nose can smell, our ears can hear, our taste buds can taste. And our fingers can touch. There are things beyond those tangible things within the universe that God created that also trying to communicate with us. And that's another reason why I'm bringing awareness to spirituality so that we can understand what those things could be and not be afraid of them, not excuse them, because they exist. So that's where I'm coming from, guys. Which brings me to another way I was trying to identify spirituality 
So I go a little bit more into detail about my personal definition. Then I explain what it is via internet. So one of my personal, I tried to write out an actual definition because I've been, I guess, avoiding trying to explain this. But now I feel more confident. I'm, oh my gosh, as I'm talking right now, I feel so much more confident about my relationship with God, my relationship with the universe, and what I'm trying to say. So one of my friends, he texts me almost every Saturday and every Wednesday, be like, Rose, what gems you about to drop real quick? And I'm like, bro, I can't even tell you because it doesn't matter what I write out. I wrote out two pages today, guys. I wrote out two pages in nice and neat handwriting while I was at work about what I wanted to speak about today because it was so important to me. And still after writing it out, I thought I had the most mapped out episode I've created so far as I was so passionate about it. And still, as I'm reading it over to you, I still am just like, I didn't plan on it being delivered this way. I thought it was going to go a different way. It's just like, it doesn't matter what my intentions are. Our God wants me to relate to you guys. The universe wants me to relate to you guys. It's how it gets out. So that's why I was like, let me try to write out a definition. Well, no, lost my train of thought real quick. But I'm going to get back to, I think we love it, the guy who was asking me what I was going to write about. No, there we go. I was getting to my, my, I guess, confidence that has been built with this podcast since starting. Like, I just feel so much more in the know with my spirit, with God, the universe, exploring stuff, talking to you guys, trying to articulate it, making myself articulated to you is the purpose of this podcast. I'm making myself be disciplined in exploring spirituality, exploring my connection with God, the universe, and what it is. So by me being so conscious for a month and five days, I feel like I can give you a definition of spirituality. So I try to write out spirituality is God's creations within the universe communicating messages to gravitate us towards our purpose we serve to contribute back to the universe. I love that definition. So <laughs> from here on out, I have a confident definition of what spirituality is. I'm not pondering anymore. I'm not wondering anymore. Episode 11, February 4th at 1 o'clock, 1.01, <laughs> I can confidently say I have a definition of what spirituality is for people. I'm no longer lost about that. I feel really great. Like, you guys understand the feeling I have right now. I feel so great to have an understanding. And I hope that you guys get there with me. So, now back to my definition. I was saying I wanted to break down a little bit more what that definition includes. So, I talked about what God is. You guys know what creations are. And you know the ones that are within the universe. You know the form of the communication and the messages that God and the universe are trying to create to gravitate us towards our purpose. I'm going to get to a little bit more into what the purpose is and then also how we give it back to the universe. So the biggest thing I can suggest moving forward after that definition is listen to your intuition in bold letters, if you guys can picture it, all caps. Listen to your intuition. Ground yourself. Listen to your feelings. 
listen to your feels. Your body is having a reaction. And like people randomly feel sad. People randomly feel happy. People randomly feel upset, fearful, anxious, nervous. Those feelings are communication. And this just made me think about my friend John. <laughs> I think I might start I might start referring to my friends by name on this podcast. I have been neglecting to do so with um the guy friends I have, but I'm not dating anybody seriously right now. No one wants to wipe me up, so I will reference my friends by name. Because <laughs> I, I don't think anybody cares anyway. But my friend John, we talk pretty often, and he always is like, Rose, you know I'm moody or whatever. We was talking on the phone yesterday, having a great conversation. And he's like, yeah, you know I'm moody. You know how I am. Like, one day I'll be like, hey, let's just do whatever. Like, let's just go with the flow and be all happy. And the next day I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think, I know some people are a little bit more receptive of energies, spirits, uh, empathic. They can pick up on emotions. But either way, there are some people who don't have that ability to stay grounded into one emotion. There's other people who are influenced a little bit more than others, and their dispositions and their moods start to change, and their feelings start to change. So as I'm explaining feelings and and encouraging you to feel, when you do start to feel abnormal, as if out of nowhere something just shifted your mood, as he would suggest, he feels moody, something has shifted in his mood frequently and it's a little bit out of his control, I feel as though that might be the universe communicating with you. Something has adjusted you. Something has made you aware. And because he's so busy, he's such a busy person, I'm pretty sure he doesn't take a second to acknowledge what that was. And that's what I try to practice. Whenever I, excuse me, I have a shift in my mood or I have a little aha eureka moment i will literally make myself stop what i'm doing stop what i'm thinking about and reflect on why i just felt that awareness listening to your intuition and grounding yourself stop thinking about whatever it is you're thinking don't stop doing you still got to drive you still got to work you still got to pay attention to whatever it is you're doing but you know the capacity of your brain and how we are able to multitask it's not that hard to stop what it is you're thinking about and reflect on that feeling you just had and why you're having it. There's something that's trying to be articulated to you, something that is trying to be brought to your awareness, something that's trying to connect with you, something that's trying to make you feel. The God in the universe trying to make you understand something so that you can continue to serve your purpose in whatever it is you're needing to understand. I don't think I could have said that any more clearer need to listen to your intuition and ground yourself in order to be able to communicate effectively with the universe and God and serve your purpose. Because if you're not serving your purpose, you're going against the grain and you're going to cause friction in your life. Like sliding down a slide and you start getting static and your nice thick thighs is rubbing together and it feels like it's burning. Yeah. That's the friction I'm talking about you're going to have in your life if you don't stop ignoring the communication of God in the universe. Being very blatant. Now, take it for what you want to, but that's my truth, and that's how I believe. So, 
That's why I talk about meditation. That's why I talk about manifestation. That's why I talk about intuition. We're talking about spirituality right now to get you guys to listen to your intuition, okay? Now, how do we contribute to the universe? I love this topic because there's so many ways that we contribute. And I just point out a couple of them. But I think that people don't realize how they're contributing to the universe just by being on this planet, being alive. There's so many people. I don't know how many people we got on this planet, like billions of people. And all of us are serving a purpose, just like every star in the sky, every drop of water in the ocean, every little piece of gravel and dirt in the ground, every gas in the air is serving a purpose. I know it feels like I'm one of a billion, two billion, three billion, seven billion. I don't know how many people we got on this earth, but I'm one of a billion. So what kind of purpose can I be serving? How can I be? I'm like a drop of water in the ocean. But without that one drop that accumulates to millions of drops and billions of drops, that water wouldn't exist. Without me being this one person in this planet, in this society, in this community, on this universe, in this universe, on this planet, it would not be the way it is without me. And I cannot try to dumb down me being a little drop because just like every vote counts, Every drop of blood counts when you're donating blood. Everything in a mass, it, it concludes to a whole. That's why preachers say you got to come to church because as a whole, we're creating this being. This By us all coming to church, being a congregation together, we're creating the church. The church isn't the building. It's the people in it. We create what that is. We create society. By me being here on this earth, I am contributing to a society. I'm contributing to the carbon dioxide by talking that helps the plants grow like we are giving back to our universe so we got to understand how much one person causes so much like one person decides to fall asleep on the road and causes a car crash and messes up everyone else's day like you being one person caused so much in this universe and i want you to appreciate your value i want you to appreciate that you were made for a reason you made it to February 4th, 2020 at 1.30 in the afternoon, you made it here for a reason. And not a lot of people are blessed to say that. I don't know how many people die in a minute, but you were one that made it to another minute. So appreciate that and know that you have value. You have a purpose. You're a servant on the universe. You got to find that for yourself. So we're contributing to the universe by spreading awareness. Spreading awareness like I am doing right now telling you that you're serving a purpose. Spread that. That's one way you can contribute to the universe. Help others see past society's misconceptions. I think that society, unfortunately, it it really wants to make us like robots. It really wants to tell us how to operate, how we should communicate, how we should function, how we should look, how government, that's what the government is there for. You know, it's not bad. It's not all bad. But it's like religion where it's something telling you this is the, the do's and don'ts. And if you go against the grain, you have consequences. And that's how life works. If you don't listen to God in the universe, you will go against the grain. The government makes things that aren't necessarily bad a bad thing based off of history. 
and how it's affected people as a mass or how it did not support the government as a mass. Marijuana and LSD, they thought that they were bad things for the society, but it just was going against the government's intentions on the citizens. It made citizens more aware, heightenedly aware in spirituality. And spirituality doesn't coincide with government and society. Spirituality is an individual listening to themselves and not listening to rules made by another man who does not understand more about the world than you do. It's equivalent. But us as a society, we put others on a pedestal to dictate what moves we can make instead of listening to our spirit. So spirituality and LSD and marijuana doesn't coincide with the government. So it's unfortunate that the government doesn't want us to listen to ourselves. They want us to be like robots, but it's up to you to help others see past society's misconceptions. That way, we take care of our planet and each other. Got to take care of our planet. Like I said, when I'm talking, we're all talking outside. The carbon dioxide we breathe out helps our plants grow. Like, we are literally that effective to our planet, let alone, I feel like if we get back to spirituality, our planet will get back to the way it should be. I don't know if I need to go into too much detail about that, but I feel like you guys could feel me when I say that statement. We get back to spirituality and what God wants us to know and stop listening to government and society's norms. It's rules made by another man who doesn't know much more than you do. We get back to our spirit, what we should be focusing on. Our planet will be a better place. Our universe will be better. We will not be having to worry about lack of water, our, um, our gas affecting our atmosphere, sun being too hot it's been 67 degrees in february like what what <laughs> so i feel like if we were getting back to our spirituality it will help us get back to the planet that god gave us to survive on will be at a good state you can literally see how the universe and god is not happy with the way we have been because it's showing in our atmosphere right now so you will contribute your first your purpose to the universe by Spreading awareness that this is what we need to be doing. And that's necessarily like, um, what is that? That religion. Bap, not Baptist. People that come and knock on your door. I forgot what they're called. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. But not like those people where you got to uh, spread the, the word like that, which is not a bad thing. I love sharing my knowledge with people. You should be encouraged to share your knowledge. But not like shoving it down your throat. It's just like. You can share your awareness of your spirituality just by being a positive vessel or positive source to somebody. You can just say, I don't know where, I love you, or have a good day, or you look beautiful, or just being positive. Like, we don't have enough of that. So either way, find a way that you can serve a purpose to contribute back to your your universe and your world and the place you live right now. Contribute back to it. So. Uh, I, I did give some examples as to what your purpose might be for being created. It could be teaching, listening. You might lead. You might support. Um, an example would be like Martin Luther King was the leader, but he wouldn't have led anything if he didn't have people supporting him. So you have to figure out your role. Like Chris Rock was referring to in his stand-up, Tambourine, he was like, some people, you might be the lead singer. 
Some people got to step back and play the tambourine. Relationships. You might need the woman to step up and be more empathetic and sympathetic about an approach of a situation. Or you might need the man to step up and be like, hey, this is A, B, and C. That's it. There's no emotional attachment to it. It's very blatant. You got to find out when it's appropriate to serve a purpose, whether it be a small purpose or a large purpose. Some people are only meant to be trash truck drivers. Some people are only meant to be pastors. One role isn't as significant as the other. As God says, one sin isn't more significant than the other. Each role serves a purpose and has equal importance than the, as the other. Just as, like I said, all sins are equivalent. You're not worse for being a murderer or a gay person or a liar. They're all equivalently bad. So, um, I, yeah, like I said, Martin Luther King and his followers, um, don't feel ashamed for whatever role you have, whether it's significant or large. They're all the same contributing back. Um, some people develop, take from to show you what not to do. So one recent thing, unfortunately, Kobe passed. It's been hitting people hard. Immediately, whenever I see a death of a celebrity, of a, a well-known person, I try to tell people this is serving a purpose. They don't want to hear it at the moment, but it's serving a purpose because, one, it showed people what not to do. Don't go flying a helicopter in the fog. Whoever pilot that was that decided to make that call, that was a poor judgment. Don't do that. You need to have grand gestures like that from God and universe to show us what not to do. Some people have to serve that purpose. Some great, iconic people like Martin Luther King had to get assassinated for what he had to do. Mark, uh, Malcolm X, same thing. A lot of people were killed or have been killed by some unfortunate circumstance to make us aware of what don't do or what you should be doing. We need those kind of moments. We have moments where we have hurricanes and, and uh, tornadoes and all that natural disasters. Because they're serving a purpose. It might seem bad, but some people do bad things to serve a purpose for us to do better. So appreciate those bad things, those sad things. Like I told you earlier, when I feel sad, I'm like, I appreciate you for making me feel this. And now I know what I shouldn't be doing. You can't learn without feeling. You have to feel more. You have to feel hurt. You have to feel fear. You have to feel that to learn from it, and it's all not going to be good, but I want you, what I'm taking from that is those people who take from you or show you what you should not be doing, they're serving their purpose. Now, you might even be a person that's doing bad. You're serving a purpose for this community. People like you as a whole, your existence out here, people who rob, who rape, who murder, who kill, who steal, and lie and cheat, you guys are serving purposes. Because you're showing us what not to do, what to come from, why we should be growing in our spirituality. Everything is for a reason. You've got to figure out your purpose on this, this planet and this universe. So uh, I did take a second to look for a definition from Google and a YouTube video I found. Because I did, when, like I said, give you guys a little bit more information as to what other people think it is, not just my definition. But I did go into a deep dive as to what I feel spirituality is, God, and the universe. And I hope I summed it up really well for you guys. I feel great delivering this to you. I feel like I'm dropping gems, speaking from my heart, God and the universe telling me things I should be saying right now. I feel dope. I feel confident in my definition. I love this episode. 
So now I'm going to go to what Google said spirituality is. It says, quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical. And that's like what I was talking about earlier. We'll have communications like planets, stars, the weather, the time, all that stuff. We'll have tangible things. But spirituality is the human spirit or the soul. That's what they explain spirituality is. The quality of being concerned. The quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul. Being concerned with your human spirit or soul. So I like that to be a little nutshell of what spirituality is, but I like my definition a little bit more because it's that being concerned of your spirit, but it's taking it as to what's concerning it. God in the universe is concerning your spirit, so be aware of what they're concerning you with. I like it. I'll put them on to a little one definition. I think I might have to add that in there a little bit later. All right, so last but not least, before I let you go, I was watching a video, and I believe I didn't write it all out. I was just about to finish with work. But the woman is a little young lady on YouTube, and I just searched up spirituality explained or something like that or definition. And I think her channel was like the Diamond Net, something like that, if you guys want to look it up. But um, she was, she brought something to my attention as far as how to define spirituality in her perspective. I appreciated it. So on YouTube, her video starts to explain spirituality as process of becoming more normal, which the word normal suggests accommodating to the society that the people tend to go to when they think of the word normal, the social norm, what society says is normal. But when she refers to normal, she's talking about being in tune, which is what probably the actual definition of normal is, is getting back to what it should be. So she says, process of becoming normal, becoming in tune, which helps creativity. So when we think about being in tune, it's like a guitar being off. I used to play the flute. You have to get the flute back in tune, a trumpet, a violin, a whole bunch of stuff like an instrument is getting it back to its normal, getting back in tune is grounded it's foundation it's like when your chakras are off you got to get back in tune with how your body and yourself and your mind and your physical your mental all that getting back in tune getting back aligned to how it's supposed to function normally and properly getting in tune oh that it can help you with your creativity so once you get in tune you get grounded, you get back into alignment, you get back into your authentic self, back to what the divine purpose is for you to be serving. So I appreciate her definition. I gotta go finish it though. I didn't finish her video. I did appreciate what she was starting. I think that was like four minutes in. It was like eight minutes. It wasn't that long, but I did appreciate her definition. I do want to explore some more with what people think spirituality is, but I think today, we have definitely accomplished a lot with understanding God, the universe, your purpose. And I'm so happy I got to talk to you guys about this. So I want to do, I want to let you know, episodes one through 10, I'm going to consider chapter one or season one of the podcast just to differentiate 
where I was going, where I'm going now, where my intentions are to give you guys like a timestamp of where we're going, where we're heading, where we came from. So I'm going to say episode one through 10, season one of Spiritual Growth of Rose. And um, that was more so concentrated on figuring things out, making room for new stuff, letting go of old stuff we need to conform our mindset, learn how to get grounded, learn where we started from with the bird chart. Um, acknowledge simple things as numbers trying to communicate with us, learn how to forgive, make space for new stuff by forgiving the old and conforming your mind to it after you get grounded and learning how to hone yourself and center yourself and be present, getting in tune, um, learning how to manifest, learning how to meditate, um, communication, learning how to communicate with the, the universe, with people, with God, um, money, learning how money is being a very large factor for us in this world and all that stuff, our perceptions of it washing away the negative that has made you who you are today and negative will continue to come and it will continue to go but we need to acknowledge those things need to be transformed first those major things, we need to learn how to ground ourselves we need to listen to our intuition communicate don't give money as big of a power and a negative power as it does. Um, learn where we started from. Learn different things that communicate with us like numbers. Just get us all started in a positive direction. Things we need to be aware of. Forgiveness, intuition, communication, uh, money, spirituality. We just got that started with season one. So season two started off with groundbreaking definition of spirituality. We're going to proceed with things that will make your spirit grow. I'm going to continue with specific topics that will make your spirit grow. I'm going to talk about chakras. I'm going to talk about crystals. I'm going to talk about a lot of stuff that's going to make our spirit grow, things that communicate with our spirit that we don't tangibly see, like stars, planets, energy, weather, time, sounds, taste, scary, smell, none of that stuff. I want to, I want to talk about things that are going to make mental, metaphysic, uh, divine stuff get turned on and not our, our senses of smell and hearing and seeing. I want to get past our senses and connect to something deeper with the universe and see how we can make our spirits grow. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. I am so happy with that. Um, I hope you guys follow, follow, follow. I will be posting like crazy, letting you guys know. I'm going to be posting like crazy. I'm almost done school. I have a two-week break after this Sunday. And I will be posting. I will be on it. I am going to be making myself known and making this podcast known. So share, like, do the same thing. Facebook, Instagram. I delete Twitter because I don't like Twitter at all. But Facebook, Instagram, Spiritual Growth with Rose. Share this podcast with people, please. Keep coming back so we can make our society conform to what we should be doing. Be aware of our influence in us and continue to give back to our universe. Okay, guys? Until then. I will bid you guys adieu, and I'll see you next Wednesday, or Saturday, sorry. <laughs> Talk to you soon.